What's up, everybody? This is Zach and Amy with Be A Light. We hope that you've been having a fantastic week. Last week, we talked about spiritual warfare on we, the home front. I feel like we kind of like we really dove in and gave a lot of stuff, yeah. but it's a lot of foundational stuff that kind mm -hmm. of needs to be like worked through. Yeah, <laughs> but it, we just kind of threw a lot out there, so it. I hope it wasn't like overwhelming, yeah. but you know, it's just kind of taking it bit by bit. And mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend going and watching it again. I know we had some people watch and I think it's going to be one that's, um, we'll have to like kind of curate and like stew and kind of, you know, like, it's one of those things like you you get more of it over time because that's there was a lot of time and yeah. experience and knowledge that was put into like you know this short amount of time. Yeah, so. and with the scriptures <laughs> we were talking about before coming on with the scriptures, like it's not just here's a list of things that you need to quote. These are things that you need to go and you need to study and meditate on and. Take it for yourself. God will reveal his His will for those scriptures, mm -hmm. but you've got to own it. It's not just being able to quote it. It's not just being able to reference it. It's something that you're going to have to grab a hold on, and it's going to have to become part of your life. It's not yeah. just, oh, I can, you know, I can quote John 3.16 all day long, but do you actually believe what John 3.16 says? So. Yeah. It's not just a list of scripture. It's things that you need to take and need to adapt to your life, your situation. Yeah. And it's it's something that's become real. It's not just a checklist. Oh, I said verse this, and I said verse this. and the, Like, it, it's not bippity-boppity-boo, <laughs> you know. Which, if you haven't watched the first episode, you know, go watch that one um, and kind of get where we're coming from but like we said we were talking about spiritual warfare we called it on the home front mm -hmm. um but we really i feel like this one we we're talking about it, it's like this is kind of more you know okay what what should my house look like if i'm i don't want it to look this way or the way that it's been or the you know preventative like i don't mm -hmm. want it to become yeah. a certain thing um and we have some scriptures that are kind of you know kind of give the framework of that but i really um because we're definitely like we like to talk and have conversation mm -hmm. i feel like last week was kind of like it was like kind of bouncing off each other just like teaching but you know jesus was a good teacher because he practiced what he taught yeah and um that's really what we want to talk about today is how we've implemented these things and how mm -hmm. we've experienced them yeah <laughs> so um we were talking about like okay what should my house look like and what my house shouldn't look like mm -hmm. um you know we talked about not accepting things speaking truth 
and how we are new creations so we can do this and i yeah. think um and that we have the authority <coughs> over these yeah we talked a lot about that you know it's like in order to like go to war it's like you have cuz this is this is a battle this is that's mm -hmm. why you know we're saying spiritual warfare it is a mm -hmm. battle to fight for your right <laughs> yeah to have a good home environment mm -hmm. you know it's like how much do you actually care about your home environment yeah and it's real we talked about this a couple well it's been a couple weeks about what you want yeah and it's like do you want your house to be a place of peace a place of love a place where if there is an issue you feel like you can talk things out and have like healthy like confrontation yeah. plate you know rules in place not methods i think is a better word yeah. <laughs> um you know and this isn't something that happens overnight like it's something that we still work on yeah um but I wanted to go to um, Ephesians 4, and we're really just talking about, like, how your home should operate. Mm -hmm. This is the no list. This is the yes list. And Ephesians 4, um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's kind of like verses 17 through 31. It's kind of like, this is not something that you should be a part of. And it's pretty, like, standard stuff. But yeah. it's like there's so many times when an issue may come up and it's like I have the right to be angry and I have the right to do this. And, well, I just I feel so angry and it just overwhelms me like. I understand that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> but um, the last verse of that. Verse 31 is one that I had to I literally would get up every single day. Or it was a few months at yeah, least. I remember. And it was, you know, it was me dealing with something um, in the past. It wasn't, but it was affecting how I lived and how I treated Zach. And, you know, mm -hmm. it was affecting our home. So, um, you know, it has to start with you. And then, it, you know, you put it into how you interact with other people. Yeah. But it says, um, get rid of, which it's, it is putting the responsibility on you to get rid of it because you are now a new creation in Christ and you have the authority to say, this is not who I am and I'm not going to respond like this. Mm -hmm. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all other types of evil behavior. Just <laughs> It's like if we didn't cover it and... You think it's not covered? It's covered. Here's the catch-all. <laughs> yeah. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. Mm -hmm. That really just kind of sums up all those other verses, but um, there are more specifics before that. And mm -hmm. it says, do not, and in verse 30, it says, do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. How you operate in your home, we we live from our identity, what we identify as. And yeah. we identify as new creations <coughs> in Christ. And it's like, 
this, you know, verse 31 and 32. I said to verse 31, but it's actually to 32. But it's like that kind of just sums up everything. And it's like just. And and that's not to say it's like, well, what if an issue comes up and it makes me angry? It's how you deal with that anger. Yeah. And we're going to get into more verses about, you know, how to respond in love with anger. You look like you're about to say something. Yeah. I just had a thought because I, I was reading this over in the Passion. It's talking about like temper, temper tantrums, mm. revenge, profanity, and insults. You know, when you're angry, you start saying "I'm angry" or "I'm bitter." Like you're holding on to that, and like there's been things happening in our lives, and it's like I was confessing I'm bitter, but I'm working on it. But it's like, I'm not bitter. Jesus took care of that. I am not those things because I have to lay them down. Mm-hmm. I am I'm forgiven. I have to forgive others. I have to walk in love because I am loved. It's like I'm having, like, I cannot identify as <laughs> I am angry or I am this because God is not those things. Like, there's a righteous anger where it's like there is like something that is wrong that doesn't belong and I'm like I hate that thing. Yeah. But I know especially in the last couple of months when I, like I if I've gotten angry and I say like this makes me so angry. I feel wrong when i say that yeah like or i feel like i feel weird when i say that because it's like you know that's not true Mm -hmm. something cannot force me to feel a certain way it may it it's really about how you respond to it and it's like i am angry that something isn't right yeah. And I want that to change. There's mm-hmm. there's a righteous anger, but yeah. um but I think a lot of people they want to hold on to that because they've been wronged and when they're angry they feel powerful. They feel like they're in control if they're mm-hmm. angry. So we have to cast that down and instead like I'm not saying let people walk all over you. I'm not saying let spirits walk all over you. Mm-hmm. But there's a right and there's a wrong way. And we're going to talk more about that. But I just felt like that needed to be said because people need to understand that you are not anger. You are not bitterness. You are not insults and slander or profanity. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when somebody, you know, treats you wrong, you want to just dogpile them. You want to just say everything that comes to your mind and you're insulting them you're you know you're saying all of these things and that's not healthy that's not right because you are putting into motion things that you don't understand well it's also like you were saying like it makes you feel like you're in control but you're actually letting that situation control you Mm -hmm. you actually have a lot more control when you're not letting your emotions or hurt or offense yeah control how you react Mm -hmm. and it's like and there's things where it's like 
you know, it happens in the moment and things like that. And it's like, this isn't to like shame. No, no. You know, if you have done that or if you do do that, God's forgiveness is past, present and future. Mm -hmm. But it's also like we have to make the effort to allow him to change how we act. We have to, you know, renew our minds and how we think and how we think about things affects how we act. Um, this is Romans 8, uh, 37 through 39. Uh, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, angels or demons, fears for today, worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. And that's something that, um, this is a really famous verse, but it's just like, no matter what happens, what tries to come against me in my home or trying like, and I feel like a lot of it can just be like chalked up to like just arguments, but it's Mm. like there, we've said this before. It's like disagreements should not be about you against me it's us against the problem yeah and that's not just in marriages like that's like you know if there's an issue with your child or with your brother or sister or you know like you know it can be any yeah or roommate you know whatever like whoever's in your home you know it's um it's like i value you and i want to work through this situation with you as best as I can. Yeah. And it's, it's about what you give power to. Yeah. Because it says right there, nothing can come against you. Nothing can overtake you. Nothing can do no, nothing in the sky, nothing in the earth, mm-hmm. below the earth, any, nothing, angel or demon, there's nothing. But if you give your power and authority to those things to affect you, mm-hmm. then you, you, You've done that. You've made the decision to let that happen. We had an instance um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe, I don't know, it's been the last couple of weeks, where there was um, a financial thing that came up, and I feel like that's a huge thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really, like, I just felt, like, frustration trying to just take over yeah. and, like, um take away my patience and which can't happen and i was like god how do i deal with this and it was like you have it's like i don't remember how he worded it it was like it was like whose opinion do you value more mm-hmm. Do you value my opinion, like God say, my opinion and your husband's opinion? Or are you more obligated to whatever financial institution that you owe money to? Mm. Yeah. And yes, you need to pay your bills. <laughs> but yeah, we're not saying that. Um, there's also like not letting it take your peace. And it's like if you are beating down somebody about you know 
making a mistake or not being financially responsible, you care more about that financial institution, Mm -hmm. company, whatever, and their opinion of you and paying your bills than you do about this person that you supposedly love that lives in your home. Yeah. And like when, I know I'm not saying exactly like he said it, but that was pretty much it. But it was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, because I, I, I felt myself wanting to go to this place of like just freaking out. And it's like, I mean, that it's like money is something that tries to be a huge stressor, but it's like the root of all evil is the love of money not Mm -hmm. money itself yeah and if it's something that doesn't control us where we aren't in like if you're in love with something you let it have a say over your life i know i'm kind of going on a tangent but it's like i don't love money so much that it's going to keep me from loving Zach or whoever <coughs> and you know it's like when I, when I'm thinking of this like Romans verse it's like nothing can separate me from God's love and mm-hmm. you know we talk about like walking in love it's like nothing can keep me from operating from walking in love that would try to like come into my home yeah. because our home is a peaceful place mm-hmm. but things you know try to crop up that are outside influences that try to affect you know the atmosphere of our home and our relationship yeah um but you know it's all about how we respond to things and um i would definitely recommend um just just read Ephesians, just read the whole thing, but um, and we'll list these below, but definitely chapters five and six, it talks more about like relational um, mm-hmm. husband to wife, parent to child, and um, but it applies to friends, siblings, aunties, uncles, cousins, like <laughs> you know, yeah, um, but it's um. It's an all-encompassing thing, but it's like it's it is in there about how to treat people and how to to do all of this, and it's just putting it into you because we could read it, but it's about you reading it. Yeah. So, and the link to all the scriptures that we covered <laughs> last week and this week. Yeah, we made a document that has all these scriptures, mm-hmm. and they're. I mean, it's the Bible. It's good. Yeah, it's all <laughs> good. Um, yeah. But these are very, like, um, applicable. Uh, yes. I was, I was, like, I was thinking, like, tactful. I was like, that's not the right word, I don't think. Yeah. Um, applicable. Yeah. Or you can pronounce it that way, too. <coughs> huh? Applicable. 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 <laughs> 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 So, because, uh, yeah, Ephesians 5, we have that in there. Yeah. Just read the whole thing. Because we didn't want to be like, scripture, scripture, scripture. Yeah. Because we did a lot of that before, and we just encourage you to go and read it. Because I really want to just talk more about how we've implemented these things. Yeah, and 
the caveat to all of this is when we talk about this, this is not like a process step-by-step guide to whatever your situation is, because God might be telling you just like he told the lepers, you know, to go do this and then come back or go wash in the river uh, seven times. Like there are specific things that God will tell you to do Mm -hmm. that might be different than this, that will be different than this because, you know, he, he wants you to have freedom. Whatever he's telling you to do is so you can have complete freedom, not just from the situation, but it's mind, body, and soul. Like it's Mm -hmm. the whole thing. That's how Jesus healed. It was a complete healing. It wasn't just the ailment. We were talking about this earlier. You know, if you go to a doctor and you have an ailment, like you say, you've got, you know, uh, splitting headaches, but you also have a broken leg. He's not just going to fix the headaches. He's going to be like, like, hey, let's see (laughs) about that. Let's fix that too, that he sees it all and he wants to fix it all. He is the great physician. Mm-hmm. That's that's who God is, and He loves us. We are His sons and daughters. So that I don't want people to go in this. Ah, okay. Let me write down these notes. You know, it's there are things that you can take and apply, but it's not a formula. Yeah. Um, and it's like you know, different people have different things that they struggle with. Mm-hmm. As far as walking out their new identity in Christ, because we're just, you know, wired differently. We're not wired for evil, Mm-mm. but, you know, the there's different things that we're just, we're all unique and different parts of God. So, yeah, it takes all of us to become the body of Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like, I think there's a big thing. We've talked about this recently, but it's it's been an ongoing conversation where it's like, um, especially in your home, there's the issue of what's called familiarity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's just the way that person is. Yeah. There's so much of that. Yeah. Um. And like, I mean, that's that's anywhere. Like, even Jesus dealt with that. Yeah, <laughs> in his own hometown with his own siblings. I think Mary did it as well. You know, telling him to come home one time, and he's like, oh, "These are this is these are my siblings. This is yeah. my mother." Like, you know, he's just like, "Um, I'm good, man." <laughs> <laughs> The context is important, um, but we really have to see ourselves and everybody else as children of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a pick and choose situation who you get yeah. to love. And it's like, well, it's just always been like this with them and they're not going to change. And it's just like, well, if you believe that, yeah, they are going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. But I know from experience in loving people, even when it was hard, even when they weren't receiving it, it has changed. Yeah. And it's like, 
And you can love somebody and they not change at all. But at the end of the day, I want to know that I did the right thing. Yeah. And between just doing what God says and loving them and praying them, praying for them and trusting God to do something supernatural in them. Like it's like it, we're promised that it's going to happen because, you know, in talking about like authority, the home front, this is, you know, God's, we talked about God giving us dominion. You have dominion over your house. Mm Mm-hmm. You have influence over these people. God put them in your life for a reason. Yeah. To love them and to build them up. And we do that by acting in the way the scriptures tell us and praying and listening to God. Yeah. And it's <coughs> it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. When Paul talks about... It's not going to happen overnight. It, I mean, there are miraculous things that can happen, but people really want to know that you care yeah yeah it's it's not about how much you know it's how much you care that's what they want to know and then once they know that you care then they'll start wanting to know how much you know that's a mouthful but it's like i could have all the knowledge in the world but if somebody's a jerk yeah i'm not gonna want to listen to them yeah when you come off as a know-it-all Nobody wants to listen to you. Mm-hmm. No one wants to listen to you. And Paul talks about it's a race, you know, run your race. It's about, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not just a hundred yard dash. It's, it's a marathon and it's a lifelong marathon. You of can't consistent. Yeah. Consistency is key. I've talked about that several times on this and it's everything in life. And I think one of the first things like, if you want to be consistent, you have to start building habits, good habits. You've got to break bad ones. Everyone understands that you can't be, you know, if you're watching something that the Holy Spirit is telling you not to watch, then don't watch it. It could be your favorite television show or whatever, but if the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, you don't need to be watching this, you cut it out, and then you fill that time was something more productive and it's the same thing with reading the bible like you don't have to read a million scriptures a day Mm -hmm. but make it a consistent part of your life and this is something that like it will sometimes it'll be easy it'll be easy you're just like man the word is so good and then sometimes it's going to be like i really don't want to read today and it's those times where it's like, okay, this is difficult to want to, but you've got to push yourself to do it. And I'm speaking enough. I'm speaking for myself as well. Cause I'm in one of those seasons right now where it's just like, I really don't want to read the Bible. I can get on Facebook. I can get on this. I can get on that and be entertained. Yeah. Cause I'm working all the time. It's like, I don't want to be, you know, this, that, or the other, but it's like, I know when I get into the word, when I get fed every day, I feel satisfied. Yeah. But when I don't, I'm just like, man, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel complete. There's something missing. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to do that. And that's, you got to start that. And like, that's something that I feel like we try to keep each other like accountable about. I mean, we don't like, 
<laughs> yeah, we're not like that, but it's just kind of like just checking in. And you can usually see the signs if someone has or hasn't. Um, But, it, you know, this is also not like, well, this sounds like a lot of like discipline and a lot of like structure, which structure is good. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, this isn't like I don't get to watch my shows. I don't get to do this. That it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I think that I know there's a lot where it's like Christians don't have fun. They're uptight people. This, mm-hmm. that, and the other. But I enjoy life so much more oh, yeah. <laughs> now than I used to. Because we do our best to just deal with issues. And then there's things that aren't like looming over us. And when they try to, we know how to like cut them down. But. And I know we have a very um, interesting lifestyle and that we work from home and things like that, which, you know, that's different. I know, you know, people do that, but (coughs) we're not the first (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but, um, but I mean, we need structure in that lifestyle, but it's like, there's so much more freedom in being able to like treat someone the right way, treat myself the right way. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that I know how, or I'm working on just taking care of things. And not being afraid of something that God's really been working with me is like not being afraid of responsibility. Yeah. Because if I'm afraid of it, it's because I feel like I'm doing it in my own strength Mm -hmm. and we're not. And, you know, that's where it's like, this is, you're getting to experience God and the supernatural in your home. Mm. And that's really where, you know, they will know we are Christians by our love they will they will you know john 17 jesus talking to god in the garden he's just like they're gonna know that they belong to you because they love like i've shown them to love yeah and you know the church we as Lovers of Jesus, like, we're supposed to be able to do home well. Yeah. And that's something that's really, like, close to my heart, and I know to your heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it. <laughs> it's so important for us to, to do this. So I, um... I would recommend the, just a couple more verses. Galatians 5, 22 through 23, that's talking about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. We should be acting in those things. That's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, I believe. Long-suffering. Long-suffering. I didn't throw <laughs> that one in there. Um, which ties into... Um, it's very similar to first Corinthians 13, where it talks about what love looks like. Mm-hmm. 
love enduring all things. That's kind of what we're talking about. Long suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just like your action should look like that. They're both great checklists for behavior, for thoughts. Um, And, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, does my house look like this? Do I look like this? If I don't, that's not a shame thing. It's like, God, help, you know, help me do this. And it's a daily thing. It's just in how you go about your day. God, what would be, what, what are you wanting me to do? What are you wanting me to say? And just listen to him. And he's going to help guide you in that. But just, um, like we said, go and meditate on these scriptures. Um, there's also a video that it's like three hours, but it's like meditating on being an overcomer and having that in your home. I'll try to share the link for that. But I mean, just have stuff playing while you're doing the dishes or working or whatever. Even if you work not at home, bring it home because you've been meditating. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this part. Uh, We're going to make a third part and go into more of testimony, Mm -hmm. uh, more things like that have happened in our lives because there's power in testimonies. I feel like we kind of touched on it, but I feel like there's more that we want to share because just in order to talk about just how involved God wants to be in your home. Yeah. And, you know, I know we talked about some things in the past and some current things, but I don't want, um, I was just saying this, I don't want my most current testimony to be, you know, yesterday or three years ago. Like, I want it to be something now, today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to share more of that with you. Um, but I feel like we gave, we're kind of transitioning in to that. Yeah. So let us know if you enjoyed this and um, we really appreciate you liking and sharing, letting us know how you, what you thought about it, how it helped you, what has helped you in your own experience. And if you really like our show and our content, support us financially. We have really cool shirts. You can also give. And um, even if you can't financially do that, just sharing is really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate all of your support. And we are just so glad that we can share this with you and share what God has done for us. Because that's what we really like to do. Yep. So So we're going to just wrap this up with a little bit of prayer lord we just thank you for this time that we've gotten to come together that we've gotten to gather around your word lord and that your nature is being revealed lord god let this time be a starting point or a revitalization in people's lives for you lord and that their environment changes in the home god that there is not just a complacency, Lord, that there is activation, Lord. There is faith being taken. There is risk for the name of God being taken in the home, Lord, that with you, nothing is impossible. So, Lord, we just thank you that there is a change, Lord. There is a change in our house, 
in our homes right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And there is boldness, Lord, boldness to confront the enemy. Lord, we just thank you for that. In your name I pray. Amen. So there we have it, everybody. Make sure to do all those awesome things that Amy was talking about. And make sure to stay tuned to the next action-packed episode. We were not expecting part three, but (laughs) there's just so much to talk about. And we really want to be able to give you all the tools and testimonies that we can. So we're just going to keep the goodness going. Yep. Good times rolling. So we'll see you on the next episode, everybody. This has been Zach. And Amy. Have a blessed week.